0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Jesus commanded us to make disciples, and every conversation you have could spark an eternal decision. Today we interview Victor Dawson, who has written the book, As You Go.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: My new friend, Victor Dawson, has written an important book about Christian discipleship. It's called As You Go, and I wanna welcome to our audience, Victor Dawson. Victor, thank you for coming on the program today. It's a pleasure to be here. So uh, introduce yourself to our audience.
2: Well, um, there are a number of words that would probably best describe me, and I would give you these in, in order of priority. Yes. I am a son of the living God, a saint saved by grace, Yes, I'm an ambassador for Christ, I am a husband of my high school sweetheart, Nan, of 45 years, she's wow. put up with me. All right. Um, I am a father of Michael and Amanda, and a grandfather of Jonah, who's eight, and, and Leah, who is four. I'm an entrepreneur, servant leader, global business owner, world traveler, and dog lover, and finally, I'm an American by birth and a Southerner by the grace of God. A
1: southerner by the grace of God. Did you leave anything out? I just you, probably you could, you could put that on a resume. That would sing. You would probably get elected with that resume. That's uh, well. I'm I'm very happy to hear that recently, after after a very successful life as an entrepreneur in business, uh, and, and your 25 years of ministry with this group called the Christian Businessmen's Connection. Yes. Now you've written a discipleship book. The book is is called, As You Go, and it says, Spark a Conversation That Impacts Eternity. Uh, What was your inspiration to write this book?
2: Well, first, if I could tell you a little bit about CBMC. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a men's ministry that's been around since 1930. It was uh, started by a group of businessmen in Chicago during the beginning of the Great Depression. Yes. And. is throughout the US and in 96 countries around the world. Wow! And our focus is about taking a man and um, taking him right where he is and helping him become the man God created him to be. Yeah. And we also say we like to um, uh, reach the unconvinced and then disciple those who believe. And so we're about evangelism and discipleship and we always have been. And so I became a part of this ministry a little over 25 years ago as a volunteer and and discipled uh, men individually and met in small teams where I lived in St. Louis first in Houston and then in Denver and Colorado. And um, more and more involved as I started to travel internationally. Um, I started uh, meeting guys in Hong Kong and South Africa and various other places. And so I was blessed to be able to serve on the International Board for a term and also on the USA Board for a term. And then uh, two years ago, we set a big vision, a God-sized vision to basically more than double the size of the
1: ministry in the US. Oh, wow. And so this is a, a businessmen's ministry. Businessman's ministry. Uh, you know, salesmen and... and and, and corporate executives like yourself and, and right. accountants and everybody. You know, I have an MBA, I've, I've been in the right. business world, I've had to hustle for a living, I have a non I also have a for-profit corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sounds like something I would be interested in.
2: Absolutely, you definitely would be. Um, not only meeting in small groups, but we also offer Uh, Peer advisory groups called trusted advisors where a group of business owners or executives Get together once a month and help each other with their business issues and uh, do it in a in a with a Christian uh, worldview and um, Also young professionals um, We're starting to reach the the Millennials and the younger guys who also need exactly the same thing I mean guys are hungry for a genuine authentic relationship
1: you know a Um, lot of in, in, at Regent University, when I was studying for my MBA, they taught me, and there was a book titled "Your Work Matters to God." Mm-hmm. That you know, it's not—it's one thing to be a pastor or an evangelist or, or to be full-time ministry, but businessmen have a full-time ministry of their own. They put food on people's tables, they care for the poor, they—they um, they provide jobs in, in the in the economy. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, It's such a critical thing, and there's no disconnect between your job and your faith, is there?
2: Absolutely none. Um, Billy Graham is quoted in 2003 as saying he believed the next big move of God was going to come in the marketplace, and I see that happening in the years that I've been with CBMC. I also have started to ask guys as I meet with them uh, or speak to a group, how many of you are in full-time ministry? Well, nobody raises their hand. But I'm in full time ministry as a businessman, a business owner. Ah, uh, nice. 24 7, wherever I go, I get to speak to people that don't come to church, that the pastor couldn't reach if he tried. Because as soon as he says, I'm Pastor so and so, then, you know, the guy knows what he's going to hear. But I can talk to a factory owner in China or a, a, an attorney I meet on a plane or whatever and do that as long as
1: I'm you know, out and about. And and there's a biblical model for this because the apostle Paul was a tent maker. right? And and he used his tent making as a a way to build relationships with people, Mm -hmm. provide them shelter, but also to build connections so he could share the gospel of Jesus.
2: Absolutely. And it's about that, those connections, those relationships that uh, matter so much because you've heard the old cliche, people don't care how much you, kn- you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. And so when you show an interest in someone and in their life and, and what's going on and you ask them powerful questions about, for instance, what is the purpose of your life? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought about that very much. Why am I here? What am I doing? You know and um, you can start some very uh, powerful relationships uh, in a period of time with someone.
1: And that way you're an evangelist in the marketplace. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Victor Dawson about As You Go.
0: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important
1: online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial And finally, Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please
0: visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now.
1: We're here in Israel in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa where Jesus carried his cross, the Garden Tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room and what we've produced? is a four-DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12-minute segments, so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-ObeyGod, again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, for a suggested donation of just $50. We'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Victor Dawson, who's written the book, As You Go, Spark a Conversation That Impacts Eternity. Uh, Victor, there's a lot of good chapter titles in here. We kind of already talked about the question, are you in full-time ministry? Yes. Let me ask about this one, uh, always pray first. Does, does that mean businessmen should pray for uh, better, better sales numbers? Or <laughs> what, are you, what are you really praying for?
2: <laughs> well, what I'm talking about in this case is praying that God would lead you to someone who you can impact their life. Wow. Who you can share the gospel with. Yeah. Um, we should all pray about anything and everything about our lives, including sales and, and profits that we might use for kingdom purposes. But in this case, I'm really talking about, um, will God lead me to someone who I can share the gospel with in some way? And um, I believe if you ask him, he will bring those people to you. So many people are afraid to share their
1: faith. And you have personal examples of God answering yes. that kind of prayer.
2: Oh yes, um, many How, how of does
1: them. it unfold for you?
2: Well, it unfolds mostly because I just have my radar on now, yeah, 24 seven. And I sent someone there to be introduced to. Sometimes I'll say to them, are you the reason I'm here? Oh, nice. Uh, one of my dear friends, Pat O'Neill, uh, shared that with me about how he and his wife used that in Africa several years ago. And so I've used that a lot. You know, are you the reason I'm here? what do you mean well i prayed this morning that god would lead me to someone that needed to know him better yeah is that you
1: i, need, starts, I need to know god better oh uh, sure. no, yeah it and, sounds and right so
2: it leads to some conversation with someone who's maybe a believer but also someone who's not certainly yeah. and then you can share you've got to listen to the holy spirit though because god is not interested in you dumping the truck on this guy with everything yeah had many cases where he just wanted me to share a good word with someone and leave them with a thought and that was it because he's going to do the saving not me yeah do you have
1: a memorable story of someone you met in the marketplace who came to christ
2: Yes, I have several of those stories, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have a minute, go ahead. Uh, sure, one of them are, uh, relates to a, a young man who's an attorney in Shanghai, China, that uh, worked for our company that I was doing business with over there in uh, 2003. And um, we've developed a relationship and, um, and continued that relationship over a period of many years. And I had him on what we call at CBMC, our 10 Most Wanted card, which is 10 people or 5 or 15 that I'm going to pray for every day wow. uh, and, and work to uh, have an impact in their life. And so I put him on there and continued to develop this relationship. And about uh, 11 years into this, He told me he had started reading the Bible that I left him 11 years ago. Oh, my gosh. I thought it went in the trash because he was uh, a card-carrying member of the Communist Party in China. An atheist. An atheist. And so we started sharing more, and then I asked him if he would like for me to help him learn more about this. And we used a tool that CBMC developed called Operation Timothy. It's probably the most powerful discipleship tool for one-on-one discipleship that there is. And so we started doing that every other week on Sunday, Saturday night, my time, Sunday morning, his time by Skype from Shanghai.
1: Over the video, over over the the internet. Yeah.
2: And on the third call, he asked me um, what, how did I, you know, come to be a Christian? And so I got to share a little of my testimony. And then he said those words that we all love to hear. What do I need to do next? Right, And we prayed the prayer and I, then I shared with him that his life would never be the same and that I had been praying for him almost every day for 12 years. Wow. And he was, he was amazed.
1: I can see you're kind of emotional, uh, just recalling this, but what was the specific prayer that, that you led him to pray where he gave his life to Jesus Christ?
2: It was just simply a sinner's prayer, you know? The sinner's, prayer. sinner's I, prayer, I think I know what that is. Or but...
1: But someone out there watching our TV show really doesn't know what, what is the sinner's prayer.
2: Well, it can, it, it's basically that you're accepting Jesus, that he, he came to earth as a, as a uh, born of a virgin, um, uh, was crucified and then rose again, <clears throat> that you believe those things about Christ and that you're accepting him as the Lord of your life. You want him to come into your life and take over um, who you are and what you're gonna do. Um, and that um, uh, you're gonna commit your life to him and it's simply just praying those words that you're, you're believing that. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit will then come so that you've got a teacher and a counselor and an intercessor for you. You
1: know, Usually we pray at the very end of our program, but, right. but I sense this is the moment. There's someone watching, would, mm. you, would you speak into that camera and maybe lead somebody watching in the center's prayer?
2: Well, if there is someone out there now that does not know Jesus, it is the most important decision of your life uh, where you're going to spend eternity, whether it's in heaven with God or in hell separated from God. And so if you are being moved now in your heart, I would ask you to pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, um, I come before you now and I accept you, Lord Jesus Christ, as my Lord and my Savior. I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want you to come into my life and um, do the things that I cannot possibly do as a human being. I believe in you. I believe that you came to this earth and that you died on the cross to um, take on all my sins, past, present, and future, and then you rose again so that I might have eternal life and an eternal relationship with you and the Father. And I pray these things in Jesus' name,
1: amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And when you pray a prayer like that with somebody like Victor, Mm -hmm. uh, you are committing your heart to the Lord Jesus. And you're saying, Lord, I don't wanna be my own boss anymore. Jesus, I want you to be the boss of my heart from now on. Come and dwell inside of me and take over my life in Jesus' name. Yes. If you prayed with Victor just now, I want you to pick up the phone and call us. Call us at 866 God. it's a toll free number, we don't want your donations, we just wanna know that you prayed with that man on TV and we're gonna send you some encouraging literature, maybe one of our DVDs or something to bring you a little bit further and take the next steps in your Christian <clears throat> faith. Uh, we're gonna take a short break, but before the, the commercial I want you to see as you go is a book written by Victor Dawson, and he, you can find it, you can get a copy through not only Amazon, but through his website, asyougobook.com. Again, asyougobook.com. It talks about Christian discipleship, give you some steps to take next after you prayed that prayer. We'll be right back. Dr.
0: Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
1: If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today, why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman Congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Tlaib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel, and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel, and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. I'm Dr. Chaps, I have two exciting announcements. For those of you who have found us maybe one day a week, did you know we're on five days a week with in-depth analysis and Christian news reporting and we pray the news. Where else are you gonna see that? Here's the exciting news. We're now on Apple TV. We're on five days a week on this exciting new streaming platform, Apple TV. Maybe you've already found us on Roku or Amazon Fire, but Apple TV, look for PIJN News in the spirituality category. And here's my other breaking news. Did you know we're also on podcast? Well, what's a podcast? Well, you can listen to us five days a week on audio, maybe when you're working out at the gym or driving in your car. You can watch the video on your smartphone. Visit iTunes and look for PIJN News. We're also on 10 on-demand platforms. Visit PrayInJesusName.org to find them all. And did I mention it's absolutely free? Other people charge a fee, but ours is free. Subscribe today to PIJN News
0: empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Victor Dawson, who not only prays with people in the business marketplace, but has written a book, As You Go. Uh, Victor, you impress me as sort of a, a marketplace evangelist, that you use sales or your trips overseas, your, your um, product lines, which are numerous and and developed with relationships with people in Asia who have manufacturing facilities. They bring and sell products to Americans. Uh, But you see this whole business marketplace as a tool that God can use to help you build an international relationships for for Jesus Christ.
2: Absolutely, but uh, God impressed upon me uh, a few years ago that all the time that I might be spending to try to reach a billion people in China for Christ, I should not forget about the people he was bringing across my path every day that I was ignoring, because he had the, he, he said, I have it covered in China or in other parts of the world. It's fine, you keep doing what you're doing, but don't forget about those people close to you. And this is probably one of the most important messages in this book. It caused me to come back and look at some of my closest friends and family members. And there were some I didn't know where they stood. And so I intentionally looked for an opportunity and prayed that I would have the chance to ask that question, and in a few cases I got the right answer, in a few cases I didn't get the right answer. And so I am trying to impress upon everybody, every believer, that they don't know how long they have, they don't know when they're going to die, it could be today. They don't know when their family and close friends are going to die. You don't know how long you have to share with them about Jesus and hopefully convince them to be in heaven with you. And so there's an urgency to this. You've got to look at your close family and friends and make sure that you're sharing Jesus with them and your neighbors. Most people don't even know their four closest neighbors. It's sad in this country um, that that happens.
1: Here here in America, we have a church on almost every street corner. Um, There are plenty of television shows like ours where people sure. can, they're flipping across and they're aware that the gospel exists, Exactly. but they'll miss, as evangelist D. James Kennedy once said on television, they'll miss heaven by 18 inches, <laughs> the difference between your head <laughs> and your heart,
2: <laughs> where,
1: where you think yes. about Jesus, yes. but you've never invited him to rule your heart. That's right. How does somebody bridge that gap and make sure they don't end up in the other place instead of in heaven?
2: Well, I think the, uh, the key is, is that they, um, they are just convinced that the truth about these claims that we've made as far as Jesus is concerned. It's a matter of faith. It's a matter of faith, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we take a lot of things on faith. I, I took it on faith that the pilot had not, on the plane had not been in the bar for two hours before he took off my flight. We do a lot of things on faith, and this is a, a different sort of thing, but uh, it's about your eternal destiny. And it's yeah. about not just that, but also how you're going to live your life here on Earth. And um, I, it's the most amazing transformation that I've seen when people and myself have taken that step.
1: There's a chapter in your book, uh, chapter ten, is called "As You Go, Make Disciples," and that's kind of the title, right? As You Go, uh, but is that is that a quote from the Great Commission, Matthew <clears> twenty-eight?
2: <throat> Actually, the book is isn't strictly about the Great Commission. Yeah. And um, what I found a very startling and disturbing fact when I first started researching the book that apparently only about three percent of Christians are living out the Great Commission. That means 97% are not sharing their faith it, hardly at all, if ever, because people are so afraid and it's getting worse in our culture. 3%, is it any wonder we're in the shape we're in? Because yeah. nobody's telling anybody about Jesus. And so it is about Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. 19. Um, most translations say, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. But here's the critical part about the book and where the name came from, as you go. The Greek word for go is as you are going. And so it doesn't mean I need to quit my job, go to seminary, learn a foreign language, and move halfway around the world to go and make disciples of all nations. It means that I do this every day as I go along my way with my neighbor, my friend, my coworker, some stranger I might meet somewhere. That's what I believe Jesus intended. And it was not a suggestion, it was
1: a command that he gave every one of us. Yeah, so this could be happening in in aisle three of the supermarket. Absolutely. (laughs) Yet it doesn't have to be in a Sunday morning in church.
2: Yes, but again, the point I made earlier is that doesn't mean you're gonna lead that person to Christ right there in aisle three of the grocery store. You might just be starting a relationship or you might just be planting a small seed and God's gonna take that and use that with someone else who's gonna come along and say something or do something or in that person's circumstances or life. And all you're supposed to do is the part God's asking you to do.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a chapter in here and I think you might be quoting St. Francis, uh, who once said, um, preach the gospel always and if necessary, use words. Yes. Is it, har- is it harder to preach the gospel without words or? or- with words, or how do you do that? Uh,
2: I think it probably is, because most <laughs> of us are, are a little bit uh, uh, blind to some of the things that we actually do and the way we live our life, yeah. uh, and, and we've got the story down we wanna share with words, but um, I got a powerful example of this. Um, we have someone, just a minute left, but, okay. but go, I'll let you wrap up. Well, someone who, was, uh, who actually had observed my behavior for a year before they actually led I led them to Christ, and the comment later was, I, kn- I knew there was something different about you because all these other people I interact with were not so kind and all this sort of thing. And she had seen that, and, that was, and I said to her, that was not me, Yeah, that was Jesus. That they can the see Spirit. the
1: fruit of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ inside of you in- reflected through your attitudes, your, your generosity, your kindness. Yes. And when they see Jesus, they're attracted to him That's right. Uh, And then we have a chance to lead them with words to pray the sinner's prayer like we did. Exactly. Okay, so Victor Dawson has written, As You Go, Spark a Conversation that Impacts Eternity. Uh, The website asyougobook.com. He's also an executive with the Christian Businessmen's Connection. Is there a way people can come to uh, CBMC meetings?
2: Yes. um there are committees and teams all over the country and all over the world, and you can go to cbmc.com and look for a location, and if there is not one close to you, um, you can contact us. I actually happen to be the guy that is leading the charge for starting new cities, and so I'll probably give you a call.
1: I like that. I'm Dr. Chaps, and our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org, or call us at toll-free, 866 Obey God. We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Chaps, I have two exciting announcements. For those of you who have found us maybe one day a week, did you know we're on five days a week with in-depth analysis and Christian news reporting and we pray the news, where else are you gonna see that? Here's the exciting news, we're now on Apple TV. We're on five days a week on this exciting new streaming platform, Apple TV. Maybe you've already found us on Roku or Amazon Fire but Apple TV, look for PIJN News in the spirituality category. And here's my other breaking news. Did you know we're also on podcast? Well, what's a podcast? Well, you can listen to us five days a week on audio, maybe when you're working out at the gym or driving in your car. You can watch the video on your smartphone. Visit iTunes and look for PIJN News. We're also on 10 on-demand platforms. Visit PrayInJesusName.org to find them all. And did I mention it's absolutely free? Other people charge a fee, but ours is free. Subscribe today to PIJN News.